Hey there, mom. Are you juggling all the things in motherhood from managing your time, getting healthy meals on the table, to being a present wife, all while making yourself a priority without feeling guilty? I get it. It's overwhelming. And guess what? The fact that you need support doesn't make you a bad mom. And that's why I created the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm Tony Ann, a wife and a mom of two little boys, as well as a general dentist and reservist in the Navy. And I get it when it comes to being a busy working mom. On the Real Happy Mom Podcast, I'll interview real moms to chat about real life experiences. These guests and experts will help you to navigate the motherhood journey by providing answers to your questions and concerns surrounding raising children, self-care, time management, and so much more. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me inside the Real Happy Mom podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. This week, I am pretty pumped to have Miss Christina Walters on. She is what I call my sports queen just because she knows so much about so many different sports. And in this episode, she is going to be talking to us about several different things. In particular, she is going to be helping us busy working moms, figure out how we can learn a lot of these sports that are happening out there so we can actually be able to talk to our kids about the sports that they're involved in. Also, some of the lessons that kids will learn when they are in sports and also gives us some encouragement too for us moms when we actually get our kids started in sports. Now, if you are looking to get your child involved in some sports or they're already involved in sports, this is an episode for you. So make sure you stay tuned to the end because this one is going to help you out a bunch. Now, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode with Christina. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Christina. It is so good to have you on today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to uh, to join you. We're doing this by coastal Yes, yes. And I love that I get to talk to you because you are, I consider the sports queen. And I have a sports queen on the podcast to help us moms out um, when it comes to our little ones in sports today. So I wanted you to just share a little bit about you and what you do before we jumped into our topic for today. Uh, sure. Thank you. Um, now, full disclosure, and you already know this, but certainly your listeners don't. Um, I am not a mom, uh, but I come from the perspective of um, being the child of a sports obsessed parent. And uh, it was my father and my parents um, divorced when I was very young. And he is, we'll certainly talk more about it as we uh, proceed through this, but um, was instrumental and continues to be in kind of forming my interest, not only as a child playing, but, you know, growing up, going to a big sports college and now becoming um, an adult and wanting to, you know, uh, kind of coach, uh, shall we say, other women um, who at, at very various levels of knowledge and interest in sports, because it has just done such great things throughout my life, my professional life, my personal life opens uh, a lot of doors and a lot of conversations. So, um, but I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had a marketing company for 28 years. Um, I'm in Southern California, but the, the company uh, reaches nationally. Um, and, you know, then I started this A League of Her Own concept to, uh, like I said, try to engage women because I'm so often asked how do you know so much about sports and 
maybe I don't want to be the world's expert, but, um, you know, how do I even learn without either being bored at a sports bar or asking my husband, my son, my partner, whomever, and, and getting the impatient, you know, eye roll. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of, uh, you know, the genesis of at least the concept uh, of, of a league of her own. And, um, you know, obviously we'll, talk more about kind of the tools that I'm offering and, and just the, um, you know, the value for, for parents, uh, busy moms, single moms, um, coupled moms, whatever. Uh, it just is, I think a huge asset for, um, for moms to have an interest in their child's sport. And if they know just a little bit, uh, I think it's more, more bonding. It's more, adds a little more relevance to the questions they might uh, ask of, of their son or daughter in, in whatever sport. So um, in terms of the value of, of that connection, uh, because I've lived it and um, I think it would just be, you know, it's, it's really, really great when, um, you know, moms and dads, of course, are, are more involved with their child in their sport because there's, um, there's a better understanding of it versus just, you know, picking them up and dropping them off and, and, you know, all of that. Yeah. And I definitely want to be the ones that is supportive and involved in the sports, but I just wanted you to break down some of the benefits that sports has added to your life as a child and how it could benefit our kids too, as well. Uh, well, I mean, sports teaches, so many lessons uh, at any age. It's still teaching us as adults lessons, but certainly um, in you know your developmental years. Uh, I mean, it it gave me enormous confidence. That's the the one uh, word that that is um, probably uh, made the greatest impact on my life, and just um, having the ability to you know whether it was a, a softball or soccer, you know, I was a tomboy and, um, I moved around a lot, um, when I was growing up. So sports, uh, gave me a, you know, kind of a sense of community and it also, um, you know, it, it teaches so many lessons that you carry through your life, you know, how to, how to be a team player and how to collaborate and, um, you know, the discipline that it takes if you're, committed to the sport and you want to play well at, at whatever level, um, you know, how do you teaches you how to lose and how to be gracious and how to deal with rejection and uh, just countless um, lessons that sports, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very, sports are very unifying. Uh, even if you're in a rival game or something like that, you know, I mean, we've seen um, even not only a, at a national level, but at a global level, how um, how it brings people together and, and societies and all people of, you know, regardless of socioeconomic status or, or gender and all of those things. I mean, you um, can meet a complete stranger and it's happened to me, again, in my personal life and in my professional life, it's been a huge tool um, because it's an icebreaker. And, you know, you could be having uh, the most uncomfortable or, um, you know, whatever 
uh, distant conversation with somebody they don't really know a lot about. But if there is any commonality in either the sport that they like, the team that they like, a certain player, I mean, it's very disarming to then um, talk about that. And so in that regard, it's, you know, opened a lot of doors, certainly. But um, I think it's especially, you know, now with people being locked down to varying degrees across the country um, and sports opening up both from a fan perspective and for kids to get back out uh, and, you know, underscoring that everyone is, is safe and, and following all the proper protocol just to be back and uh, interacting and competing and being in fresh air <laughs> and, uh, you know, renewing friendships and, and making new friends and all of those things. So socially, mental health, physically, um, just the benefits are, are endless and, and they are carried through the rest of your life. Yes, definitely. And when you were talking, I was thinking about my dad because he was the one that taught me how to lose at a very young age. So when we were kids, he never, ever let me win. Like, you know how some parents, they'll be like, oh, you beat me. Oh, you run so fast. No, not my dad. Like when we're racing, we're racing and he's going to beat me and you better catch up with them. So I learned to lose really quick with him. So I'm glad you brought that one up. But the other thing too, that I was thinking about too as well, Christina, is like taking criticism because um, especially like from coaches and things like that, because I feel like a lot of times like maybe it's just the people I work around, but certain people are very sensitive and they can't take you know, criticism or direction and things like that. So definitely, like you said, there are a lot of lessons that you learn that can help you in life and make you a better person as well as a better athlete. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, and on on both points, um, the, yeah, the, the criticism and, um, you know, I, the same, you know, it sounds like our fathers were the same in, in, uh, kind of the, the early lessons that they were teaching us is, um, you know, yeah, it's not everyone gets a trophy. Not everyone, uh, you certainly are, are supported for your effort. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't, unless you are uh, capable of dealing with uh, rejection and losing uh, and being gracious about it, you know, that's, that's something that is not a pretty picture as an adult because, you know, I certainly don't need to uh, to remind you and your listeners that, you know, life is is about a lot of rejection and a lot of criticism and, and how you handle um, difficult circumstances and and, you know, get up and shake yourself off and keep keep moving forward. Yes, definitely. And now that we know about the benefits of sports, I just wanted you to share with us some ways that we can learn our child's sport that can bring that mother-child relationship even closer and have better bonding for us as moms. Uh, well, there are a couple of um, of tools. And uh, I will preface that by saying uh, an, another driver behind me uh, birthing this concept, shall we say, is there, you look at all the programming and, and we all know that sports, um, even at the youth level, is, is a cottage industry that is a multi-multi-million dollar industry. And then certainly you go up to 
the professional leagues and, you know, you're into the billions and all of the media that, that supports that and drives that um, is really uh, programmed and uh, to, with a predisposition that there are already fans that are knowledgeable. So there really isn't an inroad uh, for the non-fan to learn uh, because, you know, whether it's ESPN or Fox or the streaming, whatever, the majority, vast majority of any sports content is, um, is already assuming that you have an interest in, in whatever, a, a team, a sport, a player, what have you. So, you know, it, it's, um, and, and I find there are uh, so many women, uh, moms certainly um, alike, that are, you know, everyone's busy and everyone's multitasking. And uh, I, I run across so many um, really ambitious, intelligent women that are so intimidated or ambivalent about sports because, you know, it's, it's like with most of us on a topic that we don't really understand. Um, and it can sometimes be intimidating and, uh, you know, people are you know, basically, I, I've been, I've even had husbands and partners, um, say to me, gosh, Christina, you know, this is, we really like, um, uh, what you're trying to do because it would be really great if my whatever girlfriend, wife, um, whomever, um, just knew a little bit and, and watch a game with me and, and, you know, just the connection of all of that and, and the whole, um, you know, journey that sports takes us on, uh, depending on your level of, of fandom, uh, and, and travel and, uh, just, you know, sharing a lot of traditions and, and all of that. So in terms of, um, kind of learning a little bit, you know, I, um, uh, for a league of her own. So I, Put together weekly like sports shorts so they're very quick reads of just basic headlines in sports i don't i'm not intending to overwhelm women again everyone's busy and um you know they're just kind of i i really want to support women and empower them and engage them um at, at their pace so i'm not looking to make sports announcers out of uh, the women that I meet, but just trying to, you know, help um, guide them a little bit in whatever sport that they like. So I send out my, um, my weekly sports shorts. It's just a, a one sheet quick read on, you know, the major sports headlines. Um, and then I do sports um, training camps. Uh, I'm going to start right now. I've got football and then we'll go into basketball and so on and so forth. So those are, uh, soon going to be available like on YouTube. Um, and I have playbooks. Um, and before the pandemic, I would have a bunch of women get together on a Thursday night and we watch an NFL game. And, you know, it would be at a, at a nicer, not really a sports bar, but a nicer gathering area where, um, you know, it's very social and, and uh, women were in a very comfortable environment where they could ask questions and not feel that it was a dumb question or that something that they should already know. And uh, I did also want to share with your listeners, um, there is a website called sportsengine.com and it is a treasure trove of all kinds of uh, guides on what's happening in 
you know, your communities in terms of youth sports, um, all, you know, mental health, nutrition, uh, if you want to start your own team or your own league, uh, all the, all the tools, um, and the best practices to do that. So, um, that's a super, super great resource for parents, um, to kind of go and reference really anything that is related to youth sports, because it's, um, you know, like I said, it is a multi-million dollar business and, uh, you know, it can get pretty ugly. The parents sometimes <laughs> it's typically on the news if it really gets out of hand and the parents are more adamant about, um, you know, something that's gone awry on the field than the kids themselves. Yes, yes, I have seen those stories. <laughs> now, you mentioned a couple of different tools and resources, and I will make sure to include all those links in the show notes. So if you're listening and you want to get a hold of those, make sure you either go down to the description of this podcast episode and you'll find it there or um, go to the episode number on realhappymom.com and we'll get that to you. But these are really good. And you brought up a couple of things about, you know, understanding and and just finding ways to, you know, understand more about the game or the sport that your child is playing. But I was just wondering in particular, how or what advice would you offer us when we're trying to get our kids into different sports and some of the pitfalls that we should avoid when it comes to youth sports? Because I'll be honest with you, it's a lot and it can get expensive. So I just wanted to hear what your advice was. Well, um, I, the advice on, on being the parent of, um, you know, trying to encourage your child in, in a sport, if they're not, um, you know, inclined and to really don't have a sports background is, um, you know, make it fun, uh, and really don't impose your own, uh, demands and your own vision and expectations on your child and uh, you know start small don't you know don't put him in baseball thinking that he's going to be the next uh, Mike Trout he might be but uh, you know the odds of that are, are pretty small and um, clearly uh, and just do it for the right reasons uh, do it for the reasons that we started this podcast with and the, you know, not only the physical uh, health and um, learning about team play and all the lessons that we've already mentioned, but, um, you know, just make, like, you know, I, I can't stress enough, just make it fun. Uh, and yes, it is depending on the sport, especially if they're paying, you know, if you're playing ice hockey, uh, that's an expensive sport. Um, and there's equipment and there's travel and, you know, all of those things in, in anything, whether it's football, baseball, uh, what have you. But, um, you know, there, some of the pitfalls are that parents get a little over their skis uh, in the expectation. And it becomes as much about their own um, needs, uh, sometimes selfish, over their child. And kids can certainly feel that pressure. And, um, you know, if, if they, you know, for instance, I, uh, my, my father came from a, I came from a big baseball family. So it was just a very natural, um, decision that my father, when he would, um, have me on the weekends, 
uh, he would take me as a child to the baseball fields and, and the batting cages. And I um, was a decent athlete. And when I went to high school, I went to a four-year high school in Southern California. And my freshman year, I uh, tried out for the softball team and I made, I was the only freshman on the varsity team. And uh, because I had been raised um, with, you know, playing baseball and I, and I enjoyed it and I played one season and I quit. And, um, you know, my father, I ended up going to UCLA, which is, you know, a huge, huge softball, um, softball school. And uh, as is the Pac-12 as a conference. And he was enormously disappointed that I uh, stopped my, my budding softball career uh, so quickly. And it didn't match up with his expectations that I could have possibly continued to play. And, you know, who knows, uh, you know, he had, he had dreams of me getting a scholarship, a softball scholarship to UCLA, but I never felt that pressure. Uh, we talk about it now half jokingly, um, uh, many, many years after I graduated, but, uh, you know, it was my decision and he respected that and he didn't press me and push me to do something and be someone that I really did not, um, wasn't intended to be. So I think, um, you know, especially with sports and, uh, you know, when you obviously get to elite levels, you know, it's, it's life changing in terms of, um, you know, material rewards and all of those things. Uh, and that seems to be like the brass ring, but boy, just uh, parents really need to keep it in check um, when they're getting uh, little ones uh into into sports and just you know make it fun and and yes um learn a little bit just you know don't be intimidated that you need to you know whatever know every rule and and uh you know every detail about whatever football or baseball or basketball but uh you know even if it's just um just a little kind of uh gaining just a little bit of interest in you know, whatever, wherever part of the world or the country that you live, um, you know, the, the favorite team, the favorite player. And it's surprising if you just kind of focus on one aspect or one sport or uh, even, you know, one player or coach uh, where you have any kind of um, familiarity with or affinity towards uh, how much you will, you know, organically continue to follow and just through almost through osmosis, just learn a little bit. And then, you know, like I said, uh, between some of the tools that I can provide and some of the tools that sports engine certainly, um, provides, um, just kind of put it all together. But, you know, from a parental perspective, just don't go easy on yourself. <laughs> um, don't expect to be the world's expert in, in a week, you know, just take your time and, uh, and go on the journey with your child. Um, together. And it's, it's incredibly, incredibly bonding as, as you experience with your dad. Oh, yes. <laughs> I tease him now because now he has grandkids and he lets the grandkids beat him all the time. But I'm like, hey, dad, what happened? <laughs> you used to be so tough. Now you're a little softy. So, yes, definitely. It has <laughs> definitely increased that bond there. And I love a lot of the things that you brought up because I'll be honest, just watching some of the moms that I seen growing up and even well, parents in general growing up in, in different sports and seeing how 
I felt like they were almost like living their lives through their kids and, you know, really taking it hard. Like when the kids didn't do well or something, you know, the, the kid didn't get what they thought they should, they deserved in the game or sport, whatever it is that they're doing. But in particular, I don't know if I told you this, Christina, but I used to dance from the time I was four all the way through um, college. I was dancing and I competed and did the whole nine. So I've seen all the crazy dance moms out there. <laughs> and it just always amazed me, like, some of those moms that were really, really intense, like, I was just like, dude, like, back up, like, let her breathe. Like, it's okay. And like, I never had that pressure from my mom. My mom actually, I don't think she really wanted me to like, go off to like Juilliard or Avonale or any of those places. But um, because I think she wanted me to to do something else, which is fine. But I never felt the pressure, like you said, you know, when I stopped or if I didn't do well, because there, I remember one time I had an audition and I literally forgot everything. Like I was just spinning around in circles. Cause I was like, I don't remember any of the choreography you just taught me. Like it was the worst ever. So I'm pretty sure my mom could have been like, what happened to you? But it was, I don't even think she remembers it and we don't even talk about it, but I love that you gave us those parameters and saying, you know, let it be fun. Cause it should be that's why we started in the whole, in the beginning. So I love all of what you brought up. Well, thank you. And thank you. So, uh, yeah, and I, I have had a guest on, on my podcast. Um, she, her name is Amy Rodriguez. So she's another A-Rod. And uh, she, I've, I've known her parents uh, for years and years and a couple of decades, actually. And um, she is a soccer player. She uh, was a, a great youth soccer player. Then she got a full ride to USC. She uh, won two Olympic gold medals and a World Cup. And so, and now she is the mother of two boys. So, uh, you know, she has been a great guest on my show to talk about not only her upbringing uh, as an elite athlete and the support uh, from her parents that never, ever pushed her. She was her own drive and certainly her own talent and then how now she is still playing professional soccer now and she's also a mom uh and how that all you know balances and and she um you know the lessons that she is passing down to her sons um who probably will have some pretty good sports genes and um you know not applying that pressure and just supporting them and at whatever level uh, if they want to stop, if they, you know, just not stereotyping your, your child uh, into, you know, abilities that they uh, may have and they, and don't want to explore or, uh, or vice versa, you know, that's just, um, you know, I guess uh, part of being a parent and, and just being there um, in whatever capacity and letting your child kind of lead, um, their own interests and, and not being not being pressed. Yes, definitely. Now, Christina, you've given us quite a bit to think about as far as, you know, how we can make things fun and also things to think about when we're putting our kids in youth sports. But before we wrapped up, I just wanted you to share with us either a motivational quote or words of encouragement for us real happy moms. Well, I have a quote that I pulled up this morning. Uh, and it says, behind every young child who believes in himself or herself is a parent who believed first. You believe in your child, make sure they know that you do. 
That is perfect. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it says a lot, uh, of both of our fathers, you know, that's part of that confidence building, uh, not only that you build confidence in yourself when you are playing the sport, uh, and testing yourself and trying to, you know, be the best that you could be, but also the confidence that my father had in me to make the commitment to support me in my sports, um, is, you know, it's priceless. It's, uh, the connection I still have with my father who just turned 86 last Sunday, um, is the greatest blessing of my life, you know, and we still will sit and watch hours and hours and hours of sports together. So, uh, you know, if, especially in, in you know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm not a mom, uh, but, um, I certainly, um, have seen it with many of my friends and experienced it in my own life that, uh, sometimes I think parents, uh, kind of lose the connection with their with their kid and how do I relate and how do I you know with all of the distractions of, of digital and devices and you know everything that's going on and um, I don't think there's any replacement for really having um, what whatever the platform is um, sharing that with your with your son or daughter because it, it will carry on through you know your whole life. Absolutely. Now, Christina, if we want to connect with you, learn more about you, get some of these tools that you mentioned, where can we find you online? You can go to a league of her own dot live. So that's a league of her own dot live and uh, sign up for my training camps, my sports shorts. Um, obviously, my you can find my own podcasts uh, there. But yeah, a league of her own dot live. Awesome. And I will, again, make sure to include all of those links in the show notes. Christina, thank you again for coming on and sharing all this with us. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Happy to do it. Thank you. Now that does it for this week's episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find all of the links that Christina mentioned, go over to realhappymom.com slash 108. There you'll find everything that she mentioned as well as a couple of things. One, there'll be a box down on the bottom that is going to be a way to capture your information so that I can send you the ultimate working mom hacks. Go ahead and put your name and email there as well as a box for you to actually send me a voice message. If you are wanting to hear anything in particular on the podcast, or you have a question that you would like answered on the podcast, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see a little box that says, would you like to leave me a message? And you can record a voice note and send it over to me. Now, if you are loving this podcast episode and you enjoy listening to a Real Happy Mom podcast, do me a favor and leave me a rate and review in Apple Podcasts. This helps me out more than you know. One, because let's be honest, when we are going to shop for something or we're looking for a place to go, we're looking at the reviews. And if there's not very many, we probably won't go. Now, I've been doing this for 108 episodes now, and I would really love for you to leave me a rate and review to help me out to get the message out to more moms. Now, that does it for this episode. Make sure you stay tuned for next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.